0: Welcome aboard to Cruise Radio, your home port for everything cruising and more. Subscribe to our newsletter and weekly radio show at
1: cruiseradio.net. From
2: the Cruise One mobile studios aboard NCL's Norwegian
1: Epic, I am Matt Basford. And I'm Doug Parker. You can follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio and Facebook.com slash We are actually aboard the Epic here with
2: Stuart on the cruise guy. Thanks for uh, hooking us up, Stuart. Is This, a great, this is a great ship, huh? I will say, it's it's a different design. It's it's kind of, well, it's got a flat stern. It's kind of like a box.
3: She's not the most shapely design uh, in history, but uh, she. it's not about what's on the outside. It's what's on the inside. That's right. That's what matters. And this ship is is definitely going to be known as an entertainment mecca.
1: Yes, we just got out of the Blue Man Group. That was too cool. The Blue Man Group is in a show that I typically uh, go buy a ticket to and go see. But after seeing it, Again, would I? Yes. And, you know, it's great for
3: families. Uh, I think everybody in the auditorium heard my 7-year-old. Let me tell you about Stuart's 7-year-old son,
2: Brian. He is a very quiet, introspective kind of guy. But, man, during this show, he... uh, He lost it. He was making more noise than anybody. Uh, In fact, your daughter is right here. What did you think of the show, Ashley? That
4: was amazingly great, amazing. I loved it, I loved it,
5: I can't explain anymore more words.
3: And that's what's really great about this ship, is there are so many different entertainment venues. I mean, last night we, we actually ate at a specialty restaurant called Sir Dreams, and what's really unique about this specialty restaurant is that you're going to pay a, a cover charge to get into it. But they're going to entertain you with an unbelievable show, and I think the show that they they had, uh, Cirque Dreams, may have been the best show I've seen aboard a cruise ship yet. Cirque Dreams is reminiscent of a Cirque du
2: Soleil style show or maybe a Chinese acrobat show. They're stacking chairs on each other. They're swinging from hoops. They're uh, incredible feats of gymnastics and acrobatics. Strength. strength. Amazing strength. there with Both, both men and women. What'd you
1: think, Doug? I do know that if you have to go to the bathroom, Make sure you go before the show. It's two hours long, and part of the show, they're all running through the aisles and stuff, so uh, once you get out, you won't get back in.
2: I think it could stand to be a 90 minutes. That's a good time, I think.
3: Yeah, two hours is a little bit too long. But it was a lot of fun, and uh, definitely,
2: definitely worth going to see. I've got the musicians, actually, from the Blue Man Group standing right here. I want to catch them before they get away. Uh, What is your name? Greg. Greg, very good. How long have you been performing with the Blue Man Group? Five years now. Yeah. And what were you doing before? I guess what I'm asking is what kind of uh, training or experience helps you out doing a show like this. There is no training or experience that can prepare you for this. Um, literally,
0: we, we audition musicians, and the instruments that we use in the show Did are Did I say a guitar up there? No, actually, it's a Chapman stick. The Chapman stick? Chapman stick. It's been around maybe 40 years. Yeah. It was designed to allow guitar and bass players to play their instrument like a keyboard. So they could have all ten fingers on the fretboard. Gotcha. Uh, it's a ten-stringed instrument, but we don't play it in the usual way. So. Okay. So, non-traditional instruments played in a somewhat non-traditional way, so it's impossible to find somebody that's ready to do the show. Yeah. They just have to sort of have an open mind and, you know,
2: is performing with the Blue Man Group one of the more amazing uh,
0: gigs that you, you think you've had? Absolutely. Um, this is the longest that I've ever had the same gig and it's because it's so much fun, um, allows you so much freedom to be yourself. Um, Blue Man hires great people, so it's like working with family. It's it's really fantastic. That's
2: awesome. Thank you very much, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Very, very good. I love it. I love it. <coughs> <coughs>
3: If you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on Radio Channel, or go to iTunes and search
2: Cruise Radio. I want to touch upon the cabins? A bit, bit of criticism and
3: and uh, some interesting comments about the the layout. I think what what happened early on with the initial reports from the people that sailed in Europe was you know you can you can read about you know design updates and and think you're prepared, but. Uh, The Norwegian Epic is very different. It's a very different design from any ship that you've ever experienced. And one of the very unique features aboard this ship was the elimination of the traditional bathroom. In this case, what they they did was on either side of the door in the cabin, you've got a, a shower, and you've also got a toilet, each separated by a translucent screen. Shower had a lot of room in it, And, uh, you know, for a lot of people, you just kind of miss the privacy. And then the sink um, is essentially it's right by the bed, um, you know, in in the cabin. So it can be a little awkward because I called my wife when I got on board and recommended that you bring a poncho because I saw that the sink happened to be located right by the right side of the bed where she would be.
2: And, uh, and those sinks are not deep, so you're splattering it's a simple hand washing, you're splattering a lot of water.
3: So, especially for women that like to you know lay their makeup up, you know, out when they're getting dressed, they're going to be using that, that part of the bed, you know, to kind of spread things out. So, you know, it's, it's, it's just very different. You know, you're expecting the, the traditional bathroom where you can go in, close your door, you know, you know do your business, and, and do so in privacy, not just you know, in sight, but also sound. In this case, uh, you know, sound is all around. In that, uh, there is an additional privacy curtain, but uh, I mean, that's not going to help for the uh, the sounds. Let me let me just paint this picture real quick. You walk in the cabin
2: door. You see a toilet to the right. You see the shower to the left, and they're both enclosed by like a frosted glass sliding door. Right, right. And then, what separates the shower and the toilet from the sink is a draw curtain. See, that's what you got going on there. And for me personally, I require more. I think most people do want more privacy when you're using the toilet. There's no fan to muffle out the sounds going on in the toilet area. Uh, There's, it's, it's very echoey. You know, so if you're sharing
1: a room with well anybody, quite frankly, you're not going to have that privacy. See, now I disagree with both of you. I like the fact that someone sat down. In a passenger's point of view, well, in, in my, I guess my point of view, because y'all don't go with me on this one, and said, let's separate the toilet, the shower, and the sink. Because you have families getting ready and stuff, you have dad in the bathroom or mom in the bathroom, you want to shave or, you know, do whatever you want to do. I think it's cool. It's all separated and isolated. And if you want your own privacy, just shut the curtain. Well, and you, don't forget to lock the
3: front door. Exactly. You know, you, you think you're covered by the curtain and your, your doors and then your cabin steward walked in on the other side. Well, it, Doug, when you say you appreciate the fact that someone,
2: designers, took the time to sit down and think about it, I believe they did not think it all the way through. Yes, initially, great ideas, but was it followed through? I don't think so.
3: Yeah, you know, I, I agree with uh, with Matt. I think you know they should have had a, a heavy door like they do on the other ships. You mean a heavy door on the toilet area? Correct. And, and this is a far cry from what Disney has done on their two ships, where they actually have split bathrooms. Right. Um, Carnival on Dream and their upcoming Magic actually did something similar on several family cabins, where they created two bathrooms, and they're actually two bigger bathrooms. Than what Disney did, and what I don't like about the Disney cabins is instead of having you know two good-sized rooms, you've got you know two tiny rooms that are only good for you know one person at a time, and you actually spend too much time going between the rooms. And you know it would have been nicer just to have one larger bathroom that would have been more functional for more people to use. In this case, you know, look, it's it's a different design. Just be open-minded. Moving on, we got a tweet here on Twitter
2: uh, with a question: Is the Epic? Environmentally friendly.
1: That is a great question. Yeah, when you walk into the cabin, first thing you notice because you can't turn the power on until you put your key card in the slot that controls all the power to the room. But other thing is a reduction in power of the AC whenever you open the sliding glass door. It uh, it doesn't blow full blast anymore whenever you go out into your balcony, so you're not air conditioning the whole Caribbean.
3: That's that's a good point. That that kind of technology has been used. Um, on you know just about most cruise ships because of, of the balconies, you know what, what's really nice is that it really makes you you know more cognizant of uh, your your power usage. And then of
1: course they have the uh, like the sewage and water treatment system, which is your run your run-of-the-mill stuff. So I
2: want to talk about the sun deck and pool areas. First of all, uh, you will be blown away by these amazing
3: water slides. It's a big a monster of a slide. Yeah, they've got three slides. Uh, you know the the big one, of course, the Epic Plunge, which. Kind of like a, you know, like a toilet bowl right. where you, know, you come shooting out of this this big tube and you're going around and around and around, and then you, as you get to the bottom, you know, you get like sucked in mm-hmm. through the bottom and then you go through another couple few turns before you, uh, you know, you go into the straightaway, and you know the slides were just a big hit with uh, adults and the kids. There's also something about having those
2: slides up to the 18th deck that are really cool to get that uh, aerial
3: view. You, you get a view of the whole area of the ship looking forward, which which is just spectacular as yeah. far as a view. In fact, there were a lot of people that were climbing up there uh, getting wet uh, in the regular clothes just for the perspective. But putting the slides aside, you know, the, the lack of pools. I mean, the I really have to say they, they do have hot tubs and uh, some, some watering pits. I mean, I, I don't know if I can call them pools. There's, there's a lot of people uh, on board the ship or there will be I mean there's gonna be 5,000 people on board the ship 4100 double occupancy and you know out by the pool I mean what, what people have, as the ships have evolved over the years over the last 20 years specifically is that they have waiting areas where, so you can you can be immersed in about four to six inches of water and, and be cooled off and, and be in, a, in, a, in an area that you can talk to other people without being all the way in the pool. In this case, you're either all the way in or you're all the way out. In the area for, I mean, you can maybe get 10 people at a time in this, I mean, again, it's a pit because it's about a 12 to 18 inch drop that, uh, you know, you just can't be diving in. I mean, it's it's like a drop and, you know, I think the only thing missing is the swinging tire. <laughs> and, you know, it reminds me of the old fashioned carnival pools on their on their ships, of which even on the Fantasy Class ships, they, they finally got rid of those on their recent uh, renovations. But uh, in the in the um, courtyard area with the suites, I mean, they have they have the biggest pool And in the back. There's another little tiny pool, but there's nothing. Lar- I, I just don't think there's something large enough, and you know, to keep enough people wet and happy that you would find on some of these other ships uh, that have been introduced, including Oasis. Hang on, guys. I want to catch this one here. Uh, what do you think of the Blue Man Group?
4: Amazing! Really unexpected. Actually, I was just expecting the paint. I wasn't expecting all the rest of it. So. So you've never seen them before. I've never seen it before at all. So I was pretty blown away because it wasn't what I was expecting at all. It was just they could communicate so much just with a look. I mean, it was just that was pretty incredible. And then all the audience participation, right. I wasn't expecting either. So what were you expecting? I was just expecting lots of loud drums and paint, and you know that would go on for 45 minutes. I wasn't expecting all the audience stuff and everything. Else, and the sort of looks and the quiet and everything. Part of the funny part was just watching what people were doing and everything. So that was pretty great.
2: Uh, now you had dinner at teppanyaki?
4: Yeah, that was incredible. Really enjoyed that. That was really good. Had really great steak, filet mignon, and some shrimp and all sorts of great stuff. And I'm allergic to garlic, and they even cooked it just the way I wanted. Really? Yeah, yeah. So it all. What worked.
2: happens when you eat garlic?
4: Oh, I blow up like I'm nine months pregnant. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to see that. No, you didn't.
2: (laughs) Something else that is unique aboard the Epic is the bowling alleys. They've got actually three lanes inside the nightclub bliss, and they've got two lanes off the side of the dining area
3: at O'Shea's. Yeah, and and the nice thing about, you know, since you brought up O'Shea's, is it's another dining venue, you know, it's a casual place to go and get some snacks, to get your, uh, it's like an Irish pub.
2: Yeah, and after hours. And and it's a lot of fun too. Got an email from Heather here, as always you can email comments at cruiseradio.net. She writes, I like to travel alone, and in the past other cruise lines charge extra for solo passengers. I heard Epic is doing something differently, is this true? Absolutely. They're offering single passenger cabins at no extra cost.
3: And what's actually neat is these cabins were originally going to be built for budget type travelers, and then they just said, you know what? let's just again like everything else we've done let's go in a different direction let's be unique and let's offer these for single passengers because it's really not the best you know for two passengers but for one it's going to be great it's going to save a lot of money and it's also going to get a lot of people that may not have, be going on a cruise to give it a try because once you do it you're hooked
1: yeah and it's, it's not a closet by any means in fact there is a closet in there too if you want that um, but we did shoot some video of it and you can check it out at cruiseradio.net of the solo cabin we did a 360 degree uh, shot of it where was that again Cruise. Radio
3: and, you know, going in the opposite direction, uh, you know, we, uh, this morning, we, we went out and uh, experienced the Courtyard Villas. And, uh, you know, it was a three-story uh, suite complex, which is reminiscent of what they had on, on the previous, uh, some of the Jewel Class ships. And, uh, I mean, they really went off the deep end with the with the different features that they offered. I mean, the, the types of rooms, Doug, as we went through each of the rooms, I mean, your mouth dropped.
1: and yeah. You love the pool area. Well, one thing I noticed is that if you're a regular passenger, of course, we're on a media cruise now, so we're pretty much access to the whole ship, but if you're a regular passenger, you can get turned away if you're trying to get in there. Is class separation coming back or no?
3: No, and that's actually a very important point to make And that uh, the difference between this and, and what other ships have done and what some ships do have now, like uh, you know on Cunard, on for example, is that there's no way for you to actually stumble upon an area that you're not supposed to be in, mm-hmm. and then be made to you know to be uncomfortable, right. and, and have to let's say move. The, oh, I'm sorry, this this area, this pool, these chairs are reserved for our suite guests. That'll never happen on board this ship because if you're not supposed to be up, I mean, it really is as it's built a ship within a ship. There's certain stairways. There's a concierge area. They've got separate dining. You just think of it as you've got this tiny area on the top of the ship, and then you can descend off your throne. You can come down and be with everybody else and enjoy the big uh, ship atmosphere, the entertainment, the dining, and all the different activities. And then when you've had enough, you can actually you can go back up into your tree.
1: You've got to check out some of these rooms, too, online. They have rooms like the bathrooms and like the bedrooms, nothing but pane glass, like 180-degree View. It's so cool. It's all you see when you wake up in the morning is ocean it's, or whatever. It's
3: spectacular, yeah. and it, it's very reminiscent of, the, of you know some of the best hotels. Where I mean, you're at, I mean you know think about how many cruise ships you actually have a gorgeous view of. Guess what? The ocean. Right. It's not an yeah. oceanfront view. Yeah. It's not an ocean view. I mean, the ocean is right there, and, I mean, it really is mesmerized, especially waking up in the morning.
1: Is the pool bigger in the in the suite section up there, or is it bigger on the... Because it looks like a bigger pool in the suite section. Well, I, I will tell you, I think it, it is it is larger for the fewer amount of passengers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but,
3: uh, you know, I mean, look, they, they didn't hit the home run on the pools on board the ship. But, you know, look, it is a fun ship. Yeah. And, and, you know, put aside... You know what what everyone thinks and and what you've read and what you've heard about you know be open-minded and Mm -hmm. i think now that you know with with people having heard the different shows they've got a lot of the information they can process it it's not going to be a shock to the system because they know and you know no one really cares about the decor and i mean what people really care about is the food the dining you know the, the service the entertainment and the activities and they're gonna have fun Tonight's performance of Cirque Dreams is
2: just getting out. I want to talk to some of these passengers and audience members. Also, a couple of the performers as well. I want to talk to them right after the break. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Matt with Cruise Radio. Uh, what did you think of the Blue Man Group?
5: That was fantastic. Uh, yes, this is the first time we've been to Vegas, New York, and we just never got a chance to see them, and we're so glad we were able to check it out this time around. So
2: what would you think about it?
4: I thought it was amazing. It was creative, humorous. And very futuristic.
6: How about you, sir? It was pretty awesome.
4: You're listening to Cruise
3: Radio, the fastest-growing cruise talk radio show in the nation.
6: If you missed any part of the show or want to hear more, go to cruiseradio.net and click on radio channel, or go to iTunes and search Cruise Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Cruise
4: Radio. Follow me. Have you been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean? One.
1: Or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise
4: one. Or how about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun? Cousin? Or New England? Or Canada? Or Italy? Or Greece? Or the Far East? Or, or how? about cruise around the whole world. Cruise One, got a dream vacation for you.
1: Cruise One, had to send you on your way. Cruise One, number one in cruising nationwide. Nationwide. Cruise One, One.
2: yeah. Cruise One. Cruise One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free 1-800-Cruise and the number one. That's 1-800-Cruise. Cruise One or find us online at CruiseOne.com. Number one
1: in cruising nationwide.
2: the cruise one mobile studios aboard ncl's epic we are on the ship right now Stuart she on the cruise guy Doug parker and myself matt bassford here i uh, just got out of the blue man group had a great time certain dreams and uh, the dinner that goes along with that is just now being let out ma'am what did you think of the show
4: it was incredible it was interactive it was thrilling
2: what was your favorite part
4: Ah, uh, which part um the ladies who spoke Fun really? On the wheel.
2: Are you sure it wasn't the guy in the bath?
4: I enjoyed the men. I enjoyed their strength. Yeah. I enjoyed their performance and their skill. Awesome. The men were attractive and incredible. Oh my god. It was like
5: the balancing act was like crazy balls.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry, could you say that one more time? Crazy
4: balls. <laughs>
2: We've got two of the performers here with us, two of the acrobats and gorgeous women. What is your name?
5: My name is Lauren de Blasi. Mm-hmm. And where are you from? Baltimore. Where are you, Maryland. And you? Uh, Naomi Parshan, I'm from Miami. I see.
2: I was not expecting y'all to be American uh-huh. when I saw y'all last night. How long have you been doing this kind of, uh, these amazing feats?
5: I have been personally with the company for about five years. Mm-hmm. So. I think it's I've different for everyone. Yeah. yeah, I've been with the company for 6 years and we've been working together our aerial act for about two years. 2 years. Yeah.
2: Where where were you doing your act before?
5: Um well we were touring actually um doing our act together um all over the Throughout US. The US. Yeah. yeah.
2: Did you I'm assuming uh, grew up doing gymnastics or dance?
5: Mm. Dance? Yeah,
2: dancers. Uh-huh. I was watching the show last night I'm thinking, "Dear god, they're doing two shows uh-huh. a day, right?" Yeah. And And how many days in a row is that kind of scheduled?
5: Well, we have 12 shows a week, and Saturday is our dark day. day? Our day
2: out. Y'all are in amazing shape, obviously, and and of course, looking at those guys, it's actually funny to see the the, uh, female audience (laughs) members, especially during the bath scene, but any of those, uh, just incredible strength, but what, what um, are, y'all, are y'all doing any training, weight training, anything outside yeah. of the shows?
5: Well, we normally go to the gym every morning and we spend like an hour to an hour and a half at the gym. And then we arrive at the theater about two hours before showtime to stretch and warm up. And we practice on our Lyra and do all kinds of warm-up rituals, stretching, everything.
2: Um, I hate to ask this, but um, have there been any serious mishaps? And if so, how do you handle those on stage?
5: tour with a coach who's always with us so we have a lot of really good people training us and who are always there spotting us when we try new tricks and stuff like that so that way you know there's no mishaps and when we learn new tricks we practice on mats and stuff like that before the mats get taken away so
2: well because i think the only safety line i noticed was with the chair stacking
5: yeah everyone is pretty well rounded in their art form and what their acts and they've been doing them for several years yeah. so everyone's pretty experienced
2: what is the chair stacker's name
5: uh Zhenya, volkovsky
2: Zhenya? yeah because i wanted to tell him Listen, I saw the uh, Golden Dragon acrobat of China, there was no safety ropes. I'm just going to tell you that right now, Jenny.
5: <laughs> well, on, when we don't yeah. work on a ship, he doesn't use the safety. Oh, really? But it's, oh, you know, of because of the rocking of the gotcha. water. It makes it a little more dangerous, and it's more actually for the audience, because they're so, so close, close right. that if something a chair were to fall or something like that, it's better to be safe. So the yeah. safety line's actually yeah. for you. That's
1: yeah. right. Yeah. Will they cancel shows because of, like, bad weather, you think, or no? Well,
5: we haven't canceled yeah. shows. Some of us have plan Bs uh-huh. um, just to be safe Thanks. for the artists, and safe for the audience as well.
2: Yeah. So. Very good. Well, if you're listening out there, get a chance. You got to see these gorgeous girls. Y'all are fabulous. Thank you for being with us.
4: Oh, thank, thank, you. You. No, thank you. Thank you.
1: Another fine show is Howl at the Moon, the dueling pianist. Yeah, two piano players face to face battling it out with a little uh, drummer, drummer in the back there.
3: Yeah, and they get their audience while, really going. Audience participation. Absolutely.
2: Uh, in fact, Sydney, one of the pianists, is right here. Hey, what's up, man? First of all, how are you liking this ship?
6: I was loving it. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> no, I'm really like this is the first cruise ship I've ever been on. That's crazy. So, so it's just, I mean, my God, it's it, it's like they say, cruise Some cruise ships are floating cities. This is a floating city. I mean, I as a matter of fact, I was taking my nap before the show tonight. Yeah. And I was in my bed, and I I just felt little tremors or whatever. Yeah. And, and I thought, oh, they're loading the boat, or, so, or excuse me, the ship. Yeah. And right, was, right, like, right. Or something like that. And then I got when I got up. I looked out and I just saw water. I said, oh my God, we, we, we uh, <laughs> what what embarked? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and I couldn't believe it. It's so smooth. You, you don't even know you're moving. So this isn't just
2: the first time you've performed on a cruise ship. This is the first time you've been on a cruise ship.
6: Yes. That's first time I've been on a cruise ship. Wow. First time I've performed on a cruise ship. What
1: did you do before a cruise
6: ship? Um... A, a like
1: multitude playing, of playing, things. Playing yeah. a lot in public or yeah. bars, clubs, lounges? or Yeah,
6: a little bit of everything. Um, uh, I go to Europe with blues bands. Actually, oh, wow. I, actually I'm a blues artist. Okay. But uh, and I spent what, five years with Luther Allison and uh, nice you know, a couple years with a band out of Chicago called Big Twist and the Mellow Fellows. And then uh, after I left them, I kind of played with everybody, Valerie Wellington. I even played uh uh, with Buddy Guy a little bit, yeah. and, uh Wow. Uh, but BB uh, King, Albert King, uh, Otis Rush. BB used to invite me back on stage because he liked the way I play. Nice. So that was great. He's, he's an incredible, not only incredible blues guy, but uh, an incredible person. Right.
2: Is is the is the environment here on a cruise ship so far much different from what you're used to?
6: Uh, as far as the crowd and, and the whole vibe and all that, yeah, it's a little more loose, yeah. you know, and everybody everybody seems to be more willing to love, right? <laughs> yeah, right, right.
2: I think I think I know what you mean. Yes.
6: <laughs> what's the uh, what's yeah. your
2: what's your schedule like? Because it seems crazy uh,
6: rigorous. Uh yeah. Uh well, prior to here, let's see. Uh, Maybe a couple weeks, I was uh, in a place called Wahoos in St. Pete, Florida. And then last week, I was up in Iowa. And then this week, I'm here. And then I go... So you're not going to stay on the ship
2: and and sail regularly?
6: No, I'm going to be here... Well, the next two weeks. Okay. And then uh, take a break because there are a lot of, uh, you know, dueling piano players that right. want right. to play. Right, it. absolutely.
1: So when you're not playing, when you're not touring with B.B. King and everything, which he was in Jacksonville, well, <laughs> our, our hometown a couple of weeks ago. Be, Tour yeah, yeah. A, well, yeah. exactly. You know what I mean, though. Um, what do you do on your downtime? Like, where do, you, where do you chill? What part of the world on your time off when it's just your time? Um... I'm at home
6: in Florida. Florida? Yeah, Are you yeah, from yeah, yeah, Tampa Saras- or Sarasota? Sarasota, okay. Yeah. yeah. Sweet. And uh, I just uh, regular things like everybody yard work, right. bush- uh, bushes, hedges, uh, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, blow off my driveway. And
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sydney. Yes. God bless you, man. You sound awesome.
6: Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks
2: for being on Cruise Radio, man. Hey, my pleasure. Thanks, my man. pleasure all in all a great cruising experience yes there are some different things there's some really unique great things about uh, NCL's Norwegian epic uh, and then there's things that I think there are that leave room for
3: improvement yeah and uh, most importantly about you know the overall experience I mean it, it is an epic experience and you know the itineraries aren't fantastic but uh, what people are really going to be able to do I mean they're, they're gonna enjoy the ship there's, there's no doubt about it NCL's epic is the largest
2: ship in their fleet definitely uh, worth a look at. I totally agree. People are really going to enjoy this ship. Stuart Sheeran, the Cruise Guy, can be found at CruiseGuy.com. You can also follow him on Twitter at CruiseGuy.
1: You can follow us on Twitter at Cruise Radio and on Facebook.com slash Cruise Radio.
2: Before we get out of here, quick thanks to Orlando Chris, 24K Vegas Bill, Earth Explorer, and Nancy Shredder. It was great to meet all of you, and uh, let's hang out again soon. Let's go get some drinks. Yes. From the Cruise One mobile studios aboard NCL's Norwegian Epic, I'm Matt Basford. I'm Stuart Chiron. And I'm Doug Parker. And this is Cruise Radio. Promotional considerations provided by the Doubletree Grand Hotel Biscayne Bay in downtown Miami. Doug and I stayed there, and uh, thanks to Michelle Hunter for all of your help. This is a great place to stay if you are cruising, in particularly Norwegian Cruise Lines. They've got a good deal with them.
1: Yeah, or Royal Caribbean or Carnival Cruise Lines. They're one mile away from the cruise terminal. Love the rooms. They're very big, very spacious, very nice. The view of Biscayne Bay, amazing. Very
2: nice people, very accommodating. and You know what I loved about the room there, Doug? What's that? They have a bidet in the bathroom. Yeah, that's true. And <laughs> warm cookies at check-in too. Oh, that was great. When was the last time you saw a bidet in the uh, in a room? I never have. But he, but he used it almost all night. The Doubletree Grand Hotel, Biscayne Bay. Very nice day. Call area code 305 372 0313. The Doubletree Grand Hotel, Biscayne Bay, a friend of cruise radio.
4: Have you been dreaming lately about a romantic tropical cruise to the Caribbean? Cruise one,
1: or how about a breathtaking scenic cruise to Alaska? Cruise one, or how
4: about the Mexican Riviera? Or Cancun? Cousin? Or New England? Or Canada? Or Italy? Or Greece? Or the Far East? Or, or how about? cruise around the whole world. Cruise One. Got a dream vacation for you. Cruise One. Let us send you on your
2: way.
1: Cruise One. Number one in cruising nationwide. One. Cruise One. Yeah. Cruise
2: One. Cruise One has more than 550 cruise specialists nationwide ready to help you plan your dream cruise. And speaking with a local Cruise One expert is as easy as calling toll-free. 1-800-CRUISE and the number one. That's one 800 Cruise One, or find us online at CruiseOne.com. Number one
4: in cruising nationwide.